What's up, people? It's your host, Ruben Woods. Another episode of SOM Talk Live. So today's special guest is Jay Leoparty. He's the co-founder and CEO of Entertainment Industries' newest lifestyle brand, Fan Stereo. So during this interview, we're going to be you know, talking about Fan Stereo, which is an audio technology uh, company. You know, they produce headphones, speakers, and different things like that. And we're also going to talk about how did he get into that. Because he used to be uh, the CEO or founder of Bad Boy Branding. So um, it's going to be a great interview. Make sure you subscribe. Tune in to all new episodes of SOM Talk Live every week. Right. So, you know, our logic, you know, where fan stereo came from was, you know, it's, it's for the fans by the artists. I mean, that, at the end of the day, but we just figured... You know, we would, we wanted to be different than anything that had ever come to market. I mean, we're not we don't just want to concentrate on being that you know Bose or or Beats or Sennheiser brand that's trying to just sell product, but we would much rather uh, you know be a brand that that is more pop culture and offers you know celebrity capsule collections and also bring them a stellar product and so forth and so on. So it's just a bit of a different model altogether. Okay. So, uh, are you all expecting to put them like nationwide in stores, or are you just going to have it more so on a limited release with the celebrities? You know, we we we've had uh, you know uh, uh, many retailers reach out to us. Um, believe it or not, there's companies like uh, Walmart and. Kmart and, and, you know, companies like that that actually we have not done business with, but yet they've taken some of our discontinued products that we had online and put it on their websites because we've been making so much noise. So they have it on their websites, but they don't really have the product, and it says out of stock on their website. So it's because they don't have the product. But we have right now turned down the retailers. Uh, we're not interested in going to retail at this particular point in time. We, we want to make it a model that is more affordable for our end users because you know, by the time you get, you know, I don't know how familiar, familiar you are with the retail market, but there's distribution, which is going to require a percentage. Then you've got the retail, who's going to require another percentage, and then the salesperson that sold it through, who requires another percentage. And then you've got, you know, circulars, marketing, et cetera, that the, the retailers require which ultimately is going to drive the price through the roof, and we're going to end up having to charge our end users more money to buy a product, and we don't want to do that. We would much rather them, you know, we, we, we would rather bypass that at this particular point in time and, you know, build the brand equity online and enable our end users to purchase it at a very fair and reasonable price. So... That, that's that's our our current you know method in in delivering it to the end users. But can we get into retail? Absolutely. I think any brand can get into retail, but getting it off the shelf is a whole other story. Right. Okay. So now I see that you were the founder of Bad Boy Branding. So making the transition from doing branding and stuff. Was it like very easy for you to go from doing that to you know being the CEO of, of Fan Stereo, or was that kind of a hard transition? Well, 
not it wasn't really a transition whatsoever um you know i've been a uh i've been in the entertainment side as i told you since i'm young and you know then when i shifted into the the brand building side and, and developmental side of things i'm doing the same thing i'm doing right now i mean i was always running my brand's companies i was in the background consulting the the CEOs, I was the one building the brand for them and marketing the brand and sometimes even developing the brand for them. They would just pay me a lot of money to do so. So all that I've done is just made a paradigm shift and said, okay, I am going to do this for myself. I'm tired of doing it for everybody else and making them, you know, millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, some companies that help go public. And I said, you know, I'm going to do this for myself, for my people. And, and you know, and, and create a model that's going to work for my peers, which are the artists and so forth and so on. You know, the celebrities, those are people I was branding a lot of um, and doing a lot of, uh, you know, other brands that also incorporate celebrities. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a, a hard transition whatsoever because I'm still doing what I was doing, no differently. Okay. So... Mm-hmm. Now, with you uh, having those certain, like you got the Boosie line and everything, uh, what other music artists are you looking to work with, like upcoming with the uh, fan stereos? Well, we, we've had talks with, um, you know, last week we had uh, a really good meeting at, um, you know, one of the biggest record labels in the industry and a few other management companies that, you know, manage these types of personalities and, you know, we're, we're going back and forth in agreements to find out what's going to be best for all parties involved. So, you know, our roster is going to be in the neighborhood of, you know, in the next 60 or so days, we'll be in the neighborhood of between 200 and maybe 400, you know, A-plus artists, actors, and, you know, athletes. So we, we are going to continuously grow our celebrity capsule collection model, as well as uh, growing our general fan stereo brand, which is you know all by itself. Right. Okay. But we have many artists. I mean, we have we have a lot of artists. You know, in probably we, we signed uh, uh, Jazzy Faye, Teddy Riley. Um, we had deals with uh, Fall Out Boy. Um, you know, we got we got licenses from you know some of the merch companies, and uh, with that came you know like uh, the Fallout Boys, the Panic at the Discos, and the, the Moody Blues. Yes, um, you know a plethora of different artists. I mean, we get approached on a daily basis by pretty much uh, every you know any top player from country all the way into you know pop culture, hip hop. we even we even cut a deal with Korea. Uh, I believe obviously South Korea but we, we cut a deal with Korea to do the whole K-pop over here exclusively and them doing uh, you know our brands over there exclusively so there's a lot of cooperation and, and we are you know we're just trying to, to scale this thing and, and make it grow at a good growth not you know I don't want to go zero to zero overnight you know right I've learned from my mistakes <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now, from me actually uh, using the fan stereo over the years, in comparison with those two uh, beats, I got to say the fan stereo is currently is is winning. Um, 
because yeah, the, I won't say it though. Like, I I say it. I definitely say it for you <laughs> because me doing podcasts and, and you know other audio related stuff. I'm listening to it and everything is is like completely soundproof, crystal clear. Everything, everything that you need for the over the over the ear headphones. So. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what else you all are going to come up with. Uh, also, the the little speaker, it sounds amazing as well just from syncing it with your uh, iPhone or Android device as well. So, um, it's definitely going to be something that I know a lot of people are, you know, they're going to be attracted to that. So, what would you want people who buy the product to really take away from it? Well, you know, to, to be very transparent with you, when I design these products, I, I am primarily thinking of women. I don't really think about men because, you know, a lot of, you know, one of the biggest comments we get primarily from women are, Jay, I, you know, and this is their words, not mine, they say, Jay, you really did a good job designing this. I have never had an electronic product that is just such a woman-friendly product that is easy to use. You, you, you think about us. You think about, you know, all of the things that we like, you know, the, the buttons and how sexy the buttons are and the sweetness of it, you know, how we can put it in our purses and put our, our, our hand through a little handle piece and carry it with us. And, you know, just all of those things, I was thinking about the women because ultimately the women are within power. I mean, just to be very honest with you, I've always felt this way. If you go back even to my times of branding, a lot of magazines called me and said, Jay, give me your take on women. You know, why Why is this on, why shouldn't they be a CEO? Why should they be a CEO? Why don't people listen to them? And me, I surround myself around women. I was raised by my mother. So, you know, when you're that way, you become a mom's boy, and I'll always be a mom's boy. And so, you know, being that guy, I had to do things that made sense to her. And I didn't have a father sitting right there going, hey, let's go play football. My mom was like, hey, let's sew a dress. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, whatever. I'll turn on, you know, make my own costumes or whatever. So I naturally, by default, am thinking about developing a sleep product. So the takeaway of it is I, would, I, I want people to, to, to feel like they spent their hard-earned money because money doesn't come so easily. You know, everyone works so hard. And I want them to feel like they didn't get ripped off, that they got a great product that feels like money, it, it, it sounds like money, and, and they take pride in that product and they feel like, you know, this is mine, and, and, and you know, I try to make it indestructible and I, I try to do all these things. I even made it where you can open up on the new bump, you can pop the grill off and clean it. You know, for some people that are weird like my mom, you can clean, clean the whole inside <laughs> of it if you feel like it's getting germy or if you've got gum on it and it's in your purse. You can pop it right off, clean it, put it right back on, you know? And it's water resistant as well. So, I mean, the real big takeaway at the end of the day is, is uh, really, it's, hard to, it's a hard question to, to answer because I'm not, I'm not in this business just to make money. I'm in the business to make a point. I'm in the business to give people what people are not used to getting. And that's always gonna be an uphill battle because people are gonna naturally go, well, it's too cheap, so it must not be good. Or it feels so expensive and it's good, 
what are they up to? Are they capturing my data? I mean, you know, you never win. You know what I mean? Right. No matter what you do. Right. So, I mean, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, man, for me, it's just I want to deliver a great product. I want my celebrities to, to you know, revive their lives and start making great money like they should. I want the fans to get closer, you know, because they're what's feeding the artist. They're what's making the artist in the first place. Not a fan, you have nothing. And I just want it to be a win-win-win or nobody wins. And that's, that's my takeaway. You know, that's what I want them to take away, too, that they won. Right. Okay. So, um, let's see. So, the other question I did want to ask you is, will you be doing different colors for all of, all of the lines from the earbuds to the over-the-ear to the speakers? We, ha- we already have them now. I mean, I've got, you know, hundreds of different colors. The, okay. The, the, the real, that's the real answer. The real answer is when we started the company, um, my, my immediate knee-jerk reaction was, okay, we're going to make different colors for different celebrities and this, 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 this. And we did a plethora of colors. And I can make any color. It's easy. Problem is, from a logistical standpoint, how do you know exactly how many to manufacture of pink, right? How many do you know to manufacture of white, red, green, purple, orange, yellow? You don't know. You have all this leftover stock. And then how do you move the stock? And when people don't like yellow and they just buy black, right? Right. So it becomes a bit of a problem. That's why what we're going, and then, and then you know, you also have a logistical issue when, you know, you, you have multiple colors for people to purchase, or even if they want to order a specific color, you can't make one. You have to make, you know, a thousand or a few thousand of one color. So it's just a little bit, right now, it, it's, um, something that we're going to do and we will offer in the future I just don't want to over promise and under deliver and I say that because if I if I I have the colors now I'm actually doing 14 karat gold 24 karat gold I've done them I have prototypes of them I've got headphones in 14 gold 14 karat and in 24 karat gold and I've got headphones that you know you will blow your mind and they go through such an amazing process and they get real gold on them but Again, I don't want to overpromise under deliver. Just because I can do it doesn't mean that I need to put it out there right now. We're just not big enough yet right. to be able to handle that kind of capacity. And I'm being as transparent as possible. Okay. I mean, we're so busy right now with what we've got and with the celebrities calling on a daily basis and then dealing with the, you know, the co-branding opportunities with this company and that company. And, you know, we're, we're working on doing... Um, you know, some big uh, uh, award ceremonies this year and, you know, a lot of different things. So we're so busy and then fulfilling orders that are coming in constantly. You know, we have two factories in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and both of them are overcapacitated at this particular point in time. So, you know, we have to grow with the company. And, you know, that's the way I have to do it. I mean, it's very similar to an Apple model where, you know, why did Apple only come out with one phone and one color to start, you know? Or, and then, then finally, Steve jumped into two colors. You, you can't, you know, white is not a color. Right? right? right. You understand that? Uh-huh. When you get into doing, like, red, red is a combination of a multitude of different colors. It happens to be one of the hardest colors to, 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 to make. And so... 
if you ever try to paint uh, a wall red, it would take you five coats to do it in order to get it to go really well. And when you, and I'm saying that to say that if you paint a speaker grill white, well, the sound is going to come through clean because it only has one layer of paint. If you paint it red, you got to put five layers of paint on it. So naturally, what's it going to do? It's going to dive the sound a little bit. I don't want to compromise the sound. You know, so depending on the color, if you start changing colors, then it could potentially have an effect on what the quality of sound that's coming out is. Because of the thickness of paint, how many layers of paint you need to use to get that color to, to stick. Okay. Make sense? Yeah, that makes sense, definitely. <laughs> okay, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. So thank you for giving us the interview, um, the opportunity to be able to interview you. Um, and thank you, you know, for the headphones and everything. And, you know, we definitely share as much as possible because it's a really great product. And I'm just, you know, glad to be able to share something as it's beginning to uh, kind of spread its wings and take off. So thank you again. Mm -hmm. Well, and, we're, and, we're, and you're very welcome. And thank you for your time. And, the, the, you know, the ladies over at our PR office will keep you in the loop on everything. We have a few products getting ready to come out uh, in April, and we'll make sure that